The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is a spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I leave, you also we leave. On that day you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. The one who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Today, as Father introduced at the beginning of the Mass, we celebrate our mothers and the gift of motherhood. We recognize their different roles and gifts in the development of the Church of Christ. Humanly speaking, the Church cannot do much without our mothers. It was, of course, our mother Mary, a woman who gave birth to Jesus. It was a woman also who was at the crucifixion of Jesus, standing near the cross, even when most of his male disciples ran away. It was a woman, Mary Magdalene precisely, who was the first to see Jesus alive and in person. And after that encounter, we were told how she ran to give this message to the rest of the disciples. Of course, women are gifted in different ways. And so today, in a special way, we appreciate our mothers. May the good Lord continue to bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. The, the fact here is that when you put side by side the love of our mothers and the love of God, it helps you to understand and to appreciate very well the unconditional love of God towards us, his children. And it was based on this love of God that God had to send us his only son to come and die for us in order to reconcile us back to God. And just as John would tell us in John chapter 15, verse 13, that there is no greater love than this, that a man lay down his life for the sake of his friends. And of course, Jesus wants us to reciprocate this love of God 
by loving him and by keeping his commandments. He tells us in the gospel reading this morning that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. The questions we should ask ourselves today are number one, do we really know the commandments of God? Because for us to keep the commandments of God, we must first and foremost know the commandments. Number two question is, do I make efforts to keep these commandments? If I know the commandments, how much effort am I making to keep these commandments? Sadly enough, you see people who want to choose which commandments to keep and which other ones to disobey. But we are called today to keep the entire commandments that God has given to us. The third, questions, the third question that comes to mind is, how much effort do we make to teach these commandments or to hand these commandments over to our children? Just as God will tell the people of Israel, after he has given them his commandment, he said to them, you must teach them diligently to your children, and you must talk about them when you sit in your house. So it presupposes that it is our responsibility as parents to teach these commandments to our children and to try as much as possible to hand it on to our children's children. And of course, if we don't do this and they don't get it in school, then I wonder how they will be able to understand what the commandments is all about. And uh, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, would encourage us to train up a child in a way that he or she may go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. And Jesus went further to summarize these Ten Commandments into two. And number one is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your hearts. Shall love the Lord your God with all your soul and with all your mind. And the, te- the second one is that you shall love thy neighbor as thyself. And St. Augustine went ahead to simplify it for us when he said, Love God and do whatever you please. For the soul trained in love to God, we do nothing to offend the one who is beloved. In other words, love God and do whatever you please, do whatever you wish. Because if you love God, you will not do anything to hurt him. You will not do anything to offend him. So if you love God, you will learn to love and forgive people. If you love God, you will learn to be patient with your parents. You will learn to be patient with your children. And you will learn to be patient with those around you. Sometimes we are not patient with ourselves, and sometimes we are not patient with those around us, yet we want God to be patient with us. So we are encouraged, if we love him, that we must make effort to be patient with people. And if you love God, of course, you will always make effort to avoid sin. If you love God, you will not want to steal, you will not want to kill, you will not want to commit adultery. And These are the reasons why Jesus said, if you love me, then you will keep my commandments. And you will agree with me that uh, there is no true love that is devoid of uh, giving. You cannot talk about love without talking about giving. 
And that is why John 3.16 will tell us that for God so loved the world that he had to give us his only begotten son. In the same vein, the, the gospel passage this morning, you know, encourages us. Jesus promised to give us his Holy Spirit. The key word here is give. Jesus promised to give us his Holy Spirit as our counselor, as a comforter, as a helper, even as he ascends, even as he goes to heaven, he promised to give us this Holy Spirit. And we saw this manifestation, the manifestation of this promise in the first reading we read this morning. It says that, uh, you know, it tells us of how the followers of Jesus received the gift of the Holy Spirit after the apostles laid hands on them. They received the power and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus again assures us in the farewell speech we heard this morning that he will not abandon us, nor is he going, is he going to leave us orphaned. He will always be there for us. So this is a clarion call to remind us that Jesus is always with us, that Jesus is always standing with us, and that we are not standing alone. In the darkest moment of our lives, Jesus is always there standing with us. In sickness, in pain, in agony, even in our weaknesses, Jesus is standing with us. When our best friends abandon us, even when families abandon us, when our children, even our spouse, when these people abandon us, Jesus will never abandon us. He would always be there standing with us. Whatever challenges you are experiencing in life, Jesus is always standing with you. And that is why St. Paul will tell us in Romans 8, 35, that what is it that would separate us from the love of God? Is it our trials? Is it persecution? Is it the difficulties we are experiencing in life? Name them. And in all of these, we are victorious through him who loved us so much. So God loves us so much, and he wants us to reciprocate his love. And because he loves us, he would always be there standing with us. And he tells us, because he lives, Jesus tells us, because he lives, you also will live. And because Jesus is alive, all our fears and all our worries are gone. May he continue to bless us and bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord.